teachers are superstars, and today I'm talking about loving them well, because having a great teacher is certainly something to celebrate. Welcome to Something to Celebrate. I'm Amy Wiley, owner of Suburban Soiree. Join me as we celebrate, decorate, organize, host, and make life fun. Hello, this is episode 27. I'm so glad you are here. We are staring down the crazy month of May at this point. It's coming soon, y'all. And that means it's time to show our teachers some love. Between Teacher Appreciation Week and the end of the school year, this is a time to really show teachers how much we appreciate them and how loved they are. I've always tried my best to cheer on my kids' teachers and to show them love and to really do my best to appreciate them, but I think we can all agree the pandemic has highlighted what rock stars teachers can be. I know for our school, the pandemic sort of really got rolling while we were on spring break last year in 2020, and our sweet, precious teachers spent their entire spring break scrambling, trying to figure out how to do remote school. We had had parent-teacher conferences right before that break, and there had been some rumblings, like we might go online for a week or two. We might have to do remote school. And sure enough, as we all know, that is the direction it went for a lot longer than anyone expected. Man, those teachers pulled it together without a hitch in no time. They entertained my kids. They encouraged them through the screen. My daughter had a teacher's assistant who would have lunch with the kids and play games with them during the lunch hour just to keep them engaged and to have some fun in the day. And I get emotional every time I think about that spring break and that time of remote learning last spring. I think for the rest of my life, I will just have a special spot in my heart for that. And fortunately, my kids have been in person this year, but of course that has been vastly different. And teachers spent their whole summer trying to figure out how to make school work. And depending on where you live and what school your kids attend, it looks different in different places, but teachers have really gone above and beyond. And I'm glad that they are being recognized for that hard work and for what they do. And so I think it's important to highlight teacher appreciation in this episode. So I'm not a teacher. I did have many friends who were elementary ed majors in college. I loved to go to the education lab with them where you could make like bulletin boards and die cut out shapes and letters. And I thought all the crafty part of it was so fun. It was the teaching young minds and shaping children and their education that wasn't my gifting or my calling. So I have a deep love for teachers and I've always been a super involved school parent. I am actually wrapping up my years as an elementary school parent next month. Next year, I will have a middle schooler and a high schooler, which is weird because I'm roughly 25 years old, if you're wondering. Just kidding. But I've worked closely with teachers over the years. I was president of our school's parent association for two years, and that gave me a front row seat to all the hard work teachers do, and it allowed me to observe a lot of things. I also have many good friends who are teachers, both on Instagram and in real life. Uh, the ladies in my supper club are all teachers, and so I'm always pumping them for information about what teachers really want and what they need and what they like and don't like because I want to truly show appreciation in ways that are meaningful and learn what they really want and what is best. 
Teachers will always be sweet and gracious. And even those years when I was parent council president, I would ask, can you tell me, give me the real scoop. What do you really want? And they would say, oh, just a nice note. You know, pretty much any teacher you talk to, and we are going to talk about nice notes. (laughs) Teachers are so sweet and kind and superhuman that they will say, oh, if you just have a good day, that's appreciation enough for me. But I've, I've done some real digging here, and I reached out to y'all on Instagram as well, and I have the scoop. I've got the real scoop and lots of great input from Instagram and other places, and just my years of experience as a school mom, things I've learned by trial and error. So I want to share that today so that we can all really bless those teachers. So with all of this in mind, over the years, I've formed some pretty strong opinions about what teachers need and what they don't need. So again, I know I'm not a teacher, but hopefully I am speaking from an educated viewpoint. Let's start with the don'ts of gifting to teachers. And spoiler alert, I'm saving the best for last. I have an ultimate no-fail go-to gift that will be last in this episode, but I have some other smaller gifts along the way. I want to start with what teachers do not want. First up, loud and clear, teachers have said they really don't want coffee mugs or cups. And I have given many a teacher a mug back in the day in the early years. I mean, they're a great price point. You can always find really cute mugs. You can put something down inside it. It seems like everyone loves a coffee mug. One size fits all. But y'all, everyone does that. And so teachers are swimming in cups. They are not hurting for a cup. They have mugs, they have cups, they really just don't need more. So you can skip that. Now, what's funny, one of the three things I'm loving this week is a new cup that I am very excited about. So feel free to give me a cup. Just kidding. Uh, But cups and mugs, you can go ahead and skip. It's been done to death. The second thing would be, and I know I might ruffle some feathers out there, but homemade food or treats or food that's pre-bought but has been taken out of the packaging think about this. Now, you know you're clean and you know you wash your hands and you bake things with love and you make the best brownies or whatever. Um, However, from a teacher's standpoint, they see your kid wipe their nose and, you know, sneeze on their backpack or whatever. They kind of see it all and it's like, hey, and I made you these cookies. They're like, no, thank you. I have heard from some inside sources that homemade treats tend to really just go in the trash. I hate to say it. You made it with love. It's better to give pre-packaged or store-bought things. I know that doesn't feel as personal, but that really is a preference just because think about teachers. They don't know your home. They don't know all the kids. And it's just, you know, I don't know that I would eat a random treat from someone at school I didn't know very well. The next one I'm going to mention are crafts or sort of Pinterest type ideas, which we all love, but um, if you're going to give like your kid's handprint or you're going to give just a cute like flower pot that's like you're the best teacher ever, I'm going to show you a place for that later in the episode. Um, It's to pair it with a monetary gift. I will just go ahead and say that, but really if you think of sentimental items uh, from your child, they have so many students over the years. So I would say... I want to put this the right way, but I I would say like a crafty item that you make them, I wouldn't necessarily give that as a standalone gift. And I will talk about more how to put your personality and put cute touches on things. Maybe you make a beautiful handprint card and you write them a sweet note inside the card. Or maybe you do a craft and that's how you give a gift card. But just by itself, a super Pinteresty little thing that they would put on their desk or like a sign 
that says best teacher ever, they, you really only can have like three of those and then it becomes a lot. So I would steer away from that. Another thing to steer clear of would be things like perfume, lotion, soap, scented bath items. I think those can be fun, but you run the risk of a scent that is really off-putting to someone and maybe they would rather have something else. So think about that. That's really a personal choice. And while it's a lovely gift, it's not necessarily the best way to go. So enough negativity, let's take a break and then we're gonna get to the good stuff. What teachers want and need. Spring, Cinco de Mayo, the Kentucky Derby, Mother's Day. Find napkins and tea towels for celebrating these days and more right now in my Etsy shop. Tea towels make a sweet Mother's Day gift and napkins bring that extra touch to any occasion. And they also make a fitting hostess gift. Think colorful, fun, unique, and exclusive designs. Head to the link in the show notes to shop now or look for Suburban Soiree on Etsy.com. We've established we love those teachers. We want to do something nice to show our appreciation. So where do we start? I'm going to offer some ideas for showing them some serious love and blessing them that span all price ranges. And I will link up in the show notes anything that I'm able to link so that you can find it easily. You can find that under details in Apple Podcasts under the episode in your podcast um, app or on the blog every week I do make a blog post. So if you just go to SuburbanSoiree.com, you can find the post for this episode and all those links are there. And it does help the podcast when you shop through those links. So first up is a clear winner, and many teachers have told me this many times, but it is a handwritten note or an email telling them what you appreciate. What I love about a note of encouragement is that you never know God's timing and how badly it's needed. Second of all, that's something they can tuck into a file or into a drawer, and on a down day, they can reread that. They can relive that encouragement and be blessed from it all over again years down the road. I actually heard from one teacher on Instagram who said she has saved every single kind note for 30 years. So as much as it sounds maybe cliche or just like a simple suggestion, it really does mean a lot to pass some compliments their way. So don't hold back compliments if you think, wow, they did a great job with this project. Or if your kid comes home and tells you, I just love my teacher, she's so kind to me. Don't keep those things to yourself. Kind words can go a long way. We know that. The world needs more kindness right now. So write to the teacher yourself or have your kids write to them or make them a card or both. But I always uh, try to remember myself and encourage others to be generous with your encouragement. For one example, I overheard my daughter one night this year. She was talking on FaceTime with one of her good friends and they are in two different classes this year. And they were having the sweetest little argument, air quote argument, about whose teacher was best. And they're saying, my teacher's the best. No, my teacher's the best. No, I really have the best teacher. And so I fired off an email to both of those teachers. This was on a Sunday evening and said, hey, just so you know, these sweet girls are going on and on about you both being the best. And I think that was a nice way, hopefully, for the teachers to start their week. They they need to hear those things because... They do hear complaints and negative things from parents, I know, so you want to make sure there is plenty of good in there as well. Another idea that I have done uh, for teacher birthdays sometimes, 
or for just another occasion is to bring them a fancy lunch. So the way I do this, I email the teacher and arrange the date so they know to plan on it. And I offer, I say, I would like to bring you lunch and offer some choices for takeout. I always say, I will bring you whatever you want, but of course they can feel awkward maybe to ask for something. And y'all, usually the teachers go with Chick-fil-A. They are so sweet, but I will say, do you want Nordstrom Grill? Would you like Seasons 52? You know, throw out a few things and link up the menus online and just say, tell me what you like from where, let them choose the lunch, and then they get to have a fancy lunch during the school day. So then you drop it off to them at lunchtime. These days, we can pretty much only take things to the front desk. Hopefully soon we can go back to bringing it to the classroom. Bring it to them nice and warm. Leave quickly so they can enjoy their precious lunchtime. And I like to add fancy paper goods and put it all in a cute gift bag. Make it just as special as possible. Give them a cute straw to go with their drink. I like to do plastic plates, the ones, the plastic plates that look like china, have you seen those? And the plastic cutlery that is gold or silver and sort of looks like real uh, silverware. So I like to take the silverware like that and wrap it in a pretty napkin and tie that with a ribbon. And then the plates, usually I put the plates inside a big Ziploc bag with the cutlery so you just know it feels really like clean and secure. You could even add a little bud vase with a flower and just give them a pretty lunch in a moment in the day that feels fancy. I have also done this if I need to meet with a teacher. As a room mom, sometimes we get together during their lunch hour. That's some of their rare, precious time alone in the classroom. And so I will offer to bring lunch for both of us so we can enjoy something there instead of having, you know, the sandwich from home that is on a typical day. On a bigger scale, if you are part of a parent organization or as a family, if you just want to do something really big for your school, you can cater lunch for the teachers and staff. And again, I would say don't go homemade. Every school culture is kind of different. Maybe some like doing homemade meals, but you can find fast, casual catering or meal kits that you can pick up or that can be delivered that start at around 10 to $12 per person. That's the lowest I've seen, but that's really manageable. And fairly comparable to if you were to bring in food that you made. So bringing in a nice lunch of tacos or salads or whatever is a treat of a place for the teachers. That's a really nice thing to do. And I know a lot of parent organizations or school staff will do that as part of Teacher Appreciation Week. A great gift idea that a teacher friend gave to me is to give a nice lunch bag. I've done the Vera Bradley lunch totes many times in the past to many a teacher. This year, I found some really cute ones from Target. I will link all of these for you, but many times teachers have told me it's an upgrade from like a plastic grocery bag. That's what they had been bringing their lunch in. So kind of a luxury, uh, really cute lunch bag is a nice gift. Next idea also comes from teacher friends, and I concur with this as a pen and paper person myself, and that is to give good pens and office supplies. This is a go-to for me, and again, I'm not tooting my own horn at all, and perhaps I, I know I've gotten it wrong many times over the years, but this one seems to go over well also, and that is every year I give a big pack just at some point in the year, a big pack of Sharpies in all different colors, and a package of flare pens. I wrap it all up in cellophane and add a bow. It seems to go over well. Someone on Instagram mentioned cute pens and they mentioned Crayola super tip markers, which I really felt like I was on the pen scene and knew all the good pens and markers. I wasn't aware of these. I looked them up. They are now 
on my Amazon wish list for myself, my daughter, for teachers, who knows where they will go. But I will link all of these up for you so you can give some great pens. That doesn't cost too much and it's just nice to have a fresh set of good pens or markers. Along the same lines, my teacher friends say they also really like pretty file folders and labels, fancy office supplies, so it's something practical they can use, but in a pretty form and sort of an upgrade maybe from the basic. A simple idea if you want to get your whole class to participate, perhaps if you are a room mom or you just want to organize something for teacher appreciation or for a teacher birthday or just really out of the blue this would be nice and that's where you have each child bring one flower so you can go to the grocery store get a single rose get a single flower get something from your garden and you as the organizing parent bring in a pretty vase and as the kids arrive they all add their flowers to the vase and then the teacher has a nice arrangement that is a little bit of everybody of course it's a hodgepodge it's not professional but it's a really sweet way to give them a little treat Next up, they may not want a mug, but a coffee, a Starbucks, or a sonic drink delivery is always a hit, I have found. It's great if your school has a favorites list. Our school does these and sends them out each year. You could also ask your teacher for a favorites list at the beginning of the year. But if we are going to do a Starbucks run or drop off a drink, if possible, I like to set it up first. That way, if the teacher was planning to get their own Starbucks that morning, or if another student was already bringing it in, you know, they can plan on having that coffee and make arrangements because, you know, you can only have so much. But ask them what they want, drop it off with your student, and that's a nice little blessing and treat. Now, many of you on Instagram mentioned monogrammed or personalized items. The teachers love those things, that as a teacher, you would love to receive that. That is not as popular where I live. I am a Texan. I love a monogram. I love a personalized item. But this was not as much on my radar for teachers, but I think that's a lovely idea and certainly something that you could treat a teacher to that maybe they wouldn't necessarily treat themselves to. So that's another idea. Monogrammed and personalized items are also a bonus opportunity to support small business. So I'm always a champion of that. Okay, now for the real scoop, the ultimate gift, the no fail option. And that is, drum roll, wait for it, gift cards. Gift cards are always welcome. So instead of giving like a handprint picture or a handprint craft of your kids, give a handprint card and put a gift card inside. It can just be $5. If you have a tight budget and that's what you can swing, $5 for a coffee is a treat. Hopefully it is more if possible. You can always give to Target. As I mentioned on the episode about helping people who are hurting, I love a Target gift card because you can buy yourself a cute new shirt or you could buy groceries for your family if your budget was tight that month. So you don't know what the teacher needs or what her personal situation is. If there's something for the classroom, she could buy that with a Target gift card or she could just get herself a new coffee maker or, you know, anything. You can also do them to a restaurant. Um, my little personal plug, if I give one to a restaurant, I try to do an amount where they could take their whole family out and the gift card would cover it so that the gift card doesn't cause them to have to spend money, right? We've all been there where you get a gift card, but going to use it actually costs you more money than the gift card is worth. Uh, unless you want to do just a smaller gift card with the idea that they're getting themselves lunch, but they can't necessarily do that during the school day. But I think it's truly a gift if they could have a meal out that doesn't cost them really any extra. 
And, you know, shameless plug, I love to pair a restaurant gift card with a package of my napkins, kind of going with like the theme of the restaurant or the season. That's a cute way to give it. And you also cannot go wrong with just like a regular Visa or American Express gift card. And this is something that my kid's school does at Christmas time and at the end of the year, the room parent collects money by PayPal or Venmo from all the parents who want to contribute. And then we give the teacher and the teacher's aide a really nice just cash gift card. And while that doesn't sound very creative or cute or fun, that is the true blessing to the teacher. They can pay a bill, they can buy something new for their house, they can use it towards a trip, all kinds of things. It's like a bonus. It's like you're giving them a cash bonus and we can all agree they deserve that. But I know, trust me, I know the feeling of wanting to put your personal touch on something, wanting to make something cute. And so the giving of the gift card is where you can get creative. You can pair it with some sort of summer pool items for the end of the year. I've done at Christmas time money trees. I love to get the little glitter trees, the real live glitter trees at Trader Joe's. And I've rolled up the dollar bills and tied them all over the tree or hung gift cards from the tree. You can still be creative and make it cute, but the gift ultimately is cold hard cash. And if you think about it, a nice encouraging note with a generous gift card tucked inside is just a true way to bless a teacher from my perspective. They work so hard. Who doesn't love a little spending money for a treat, even a meal or groceries for their family like I mentioned? So let's take a break and then I'll share three things I'm loving this week. Are you getting my email newsletter? The Friday Fet is a party in your inbox each Friday morning. Start the weekend off with an idea for movie night, news about the latest podcast episode, and new products from Suburban Soiree. The Friday Fet is the best way to stay in the know with all the fun and get coupon codes and exclusive information. To join, head to the link in the show notes to join the party. I have a nice random mix per usual of the three things I'm loving this week and I'm excited to share them with you. The first one is a show. Perhaps you've heard of it, perhaps you have not, but it is Stanley Tucci Searching for Italy. My husband and I have blown through this in the last week or so. You've heard me mention the show Somebody Feed Phil. We love Somebody Feed Phil. And this is sort of a fancier, more elegant version. The actor Stanley Tucci visits different regions in Italy and explores the food and the culture and the people there focusing on the food. It's interesting because it was shot both pre and post COVID. So that's just a little bit interesting. It doesn't play into it too much, but it is very recent. It's also nice to feel any sense of travel. I mean, just to like pretend travel through your TV will take it at this point. There's lots of delicious food, very interesting people. It's six episodes. It's on CNN. We found it on demand for free. So you can find it Stanley Tucci searching for Italy. The next, as I mentioned, although teachers have plenty of cups, apparently I don't have enough because I have a new cup and I'm just excited about it. I love a really good insulated cup with a straw that I can fill up with my good uh, pellet ice and try to make myself drink water throughout the day. So this one is a big one. It's 32 ounces, I believe, and it has the most beautiful 
uh, fiesta pattern. It reminds me of like Mexican embroidery. It's super colorful with a little bit of glitter. It has a rubber base on the bottom. And then um, it came with a lid, but I purchased the straws separately because I just, I do better with a straw. I drink more water if a straw is involved. So I will link up the cup and the pack of straws. Would maybe be a good gift for someone, not necessarily a teacher, but definitely a treat for yourself. You're like, we get it, no cups. <laughs> okay, so next thing is a neck warming wrap. I was using this a lot this week and I realized I had not mentioned it. So I have this heated little pad. I know I sound like I'm 85 years old and maybe I am. It's a neck warming pad and it sort of drapes, it wraps around your neck and drapes down your shoulders and your back a little bit. And it has a magnetic closure that sort of closes it like a collar under your chin. And it's got different settings. You plug it into the wall and you can adjust the heat on it. But I personally carry a lot of tension in my neck when I'm stressed. Honestly, when I look at my phone too much, I kind of get tension in my shoulders. And so I have this by my bed, again, 85 years old. But it's really nice to use in the evening or anytime. And let me just say, you don't have to have a tension headache in your shoulders or some kind of discomfort to just enjoy a warm wrap around your neck in the evening in your bed or anytime where you could do it while you're working or typing or anything. But it's a nice little device that I have enjoyed. So that is all for today. Teachers, we love you. Have a great day and keep celebrating. Thank you so much for listening. I would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and I truly appreciate your five-star reviews.